Welcome to the MLT Leadership Podcast, The Real on Real Estate. I am Melvin Taylor, your host, and I'm excited about being here with you again today. Um, our topic for today is preparing to become a homeowner, learning what you need to know to go through NACA's mortgage program. As the managing broker for NACA, I want to help you to get prepared for the initial intake meeting. That is, you know, assuming that you would attend the home buyers workshop uh, and then make it through that process. Then the next step would be the intake meeting with what is called the mortgage counselor. And the reason why uh, I am uh, teaching on this specific area, you know, to get you ready for the initial meeting is because there's a lot of paperwork involved. And because of the paperwork, a lot of people, they want to quit or either they just stop. I want to encourage you not to stop. Uh, uh, don't quit. Don't give up as your realtor and as your friend. And I may not be the one who actually sell you the house, but as a real estate agent committed to the community who has a desire to see home ownership in the city of Buffalo, I will come alongside you and help you through the process. I would even help your realtor out through the process on how you can become qualified through NACA's mortgage program. Remember uh, what I mentioned on last week, that NACA's mission is to fight for economic justice through home ownership by providing the best mortgage program in America with $20 billion in funding commitments. Wow. That is awesome. I mean, in other words, we we cannot exhaust that money because each year it just grows and it grows and it grows. And because of the funding opportunities that we have and the partners that we've made with Bank of America and those who are supporting our efforts, NACA has made the dream of home ownership a reality for thousands of working families nationwide. We have 48 offices, actually offices in every state of the United States, and we have real estate agents working diligently to help you to make your dream of homeownership a reality. Well, isn't that awesome? And that's what I intend to do right here. Again, as a managing broker uh, uh, of NACA, I have a team here that works with me. We have a team of real estate agents in Buffalo, in Rochester, and in New York City. So wherever it is that you want to purchase, we will be able to help you. And if you are planning to purchase in other states or cities, Atlanta, Miami, LA, wherever it is, then again, you're tuning into the right podcast because the same information that I'm teaching is the same thing that you will hear wherever you go nationwide if you're going through NACA. And I'll be able to connect you with an agent over wherever it is that you desire to go. So you got pluses all the way around. All right. All right. So what we want to do right now is I just want to recap briefly um, some of the things that we went over in our first session on preparing to become a homeowner. Number one, you know, the terms is that there is no money down, no down payment at all. The loan is 100% financed through NACA from Bank of America. There's no closing costs. NACA pays all closing costs, all fees, all application fees, all appraisal fees, all attorney fees. NACA pays everything. However, as I mentioned, there is an out-of-pocket uh, 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 out expense that you would have, and that out-of-pocket expense would be due at closing, and it's actually for your prepaids, you know, which is your annual homeowner's insurance and your annual taxes that would be prorated at the time that you purchase. And you would also pay for a home inspection throughout the process once your contract is accepted uh, by a realtor. And so those totals calls come somewhere between 2,500 and 3,500 is the minimum required funds that, you know, the mortgage counselors usually ask you to have set aside or either start saving towards that so that you are in position to close timely with no uh, uh, delays whatsoever. So, you know, again, there's no closing costs. You will purchase your home below market fixed rate. In other words, you will always be one at least 1% lower than the national interest rate. Today's interest rate with NACA is 4.625%, right? So 4.625%. So that means that you will have the opportunity, which is the next point, is to buy down the interest rate at least 
least one more additional point. So you can have an interest rate as low as 3.625, depending on the resources that you have to buy down the points. Um, when you go to the NACA Home Buyers Workshop, they will explain to you the process on how to buy down those points and what each point will cost. I won't go through that on today's show because I want to get right down to how to get you ready so that you can actually attend a Home Buyers Workshop and then I can assist you further. Right. Also, one of the terms is that there's no requirement for perfect credit. Now, what bank have you ever gone to where there is no requirement for per perfect credit? So, you know, if you have good credit, that is awesome. But if your if your credit is not perfect, don't let that sweat you. There will be a credit report pull, but it will not affect you being qualified through the NACA program. Right. NACA has other ways to determine your qualification. Right. And that's what we're going to explain today. And then the other thing is that is uh, there's no mortgage insurance, you know, that you have to pay. Uh, and I mentioned interest rate buy down and then there's no consideration whatsoever, again, of the credit score. So this is an awesome program. You know, we also talked about uh, who's eligible for uh, the NACA program. You know, one of the eligibilities is to attend the NACA workshop. You must attend the four hour workshop in order to be eligible for NACA's program, right? The other eligibility is that you cannot be an investor. You must occupy the par the property when you close. In other words, you need to be a participant. You need to be, a, uh, it needs to be owner-occupied. Uh, whether you purchase a one-family house or a two-family house, one of those units would need to be occupied by the owner. Uh, NACA is, is pro home ownership, right? Building strong communities, right? Through home ownership. And, you know, not to say anything or to intend for anything negative towards investors, but investors purchase either to flip and sell to another investor or either to put people in there for renting purposes, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have rented. We all have to start someplace. And so a good blend in the mixture is fine. However, NACA's program is geared towards home ownership and not renting. Right. So we're not doing affordable renting. We want to get you in, into affordable housing. Right now. The other qualification is that there's a participation, you know, that is required, you know, and that's simply by inviting someone else to attend a NACA workshop or come to the office and helping us to organize some things or even volunteering at a live event to help get people signed up and get them the booklet and the information that they need to uh, to hear the home buyer workshop live. You need to be a, a, a voter, so you need to register to vote. And the other eligibility eligibility requirement is to adhere to the NACA agreement and NACA policies. And basically those agreements and policies, well, the policy is, you know, it's it's detailed, but in a nutshell, it's saying that you will agree to the things that I just mentioned, plus you would also commit to live in the house for a period of time and you will sign those documents, right? So that's not a hard thing to do, uh, but the thing is that you will be in your own home. So the other thing that we talked about was the type of homes that you can purchase. And the type of homes was that you could purchase a single family home with the detached or attached garage, a row house style home, a mobile home. Uh, long as that mobile home uh, owns the land up under it, they can't, you know, most mobile homes, well, some mobile homes have where the land is owned by the, uh, the uh, landlord and the mobile home is for sale. But if you purchase a mobile home, you need to purchase the mobile home and the land or the lot that it is on. Uh, you can live in a townhouse through NACA or a manufactured house, which is houses that are brought in, um, shipped in uh, in pieces, and they're assembled together on the lot um, where you plan to purchase at. Uh, another type of property that you can purchase is the uh, three or a two to three or four family unit house. Now, see, that's the part where now we're talking entrepreneurship. We're talking about, you know, you establishing a business. But remember, you have to live in one of those units. But if you purchased a four unit facility, right, right property, that means that you will be able to live in one and collect rent from the other three. So that means there's a possibility that one of those apartments can pay for your mortgage and your insurance and your taxes and, and some of your bills 
while the other two can go straight to the bank ready for another investment. Wow. What a setup, you know? And so these, these units need to be, again, as I said, owner-occupied, at least one of them. Uh, and uh, it's required that you would attend the landlord training, which you can do online, and it's free. And it's about 30 minutes, and it's not hard. It's not a Q&A. You just listen in, uh, sign in, and sign out, and that confirms your attendance. And they will send you the certificate that you would give to the mortgage counselor to show that you have qualified for purchasing a multiple family house, right? And so, and then there's required that you would uh, have a certain amount of money saved in reserves so that you can make this purchase. Because again, NACA's whole goal is that you don't get behind, you know, and that you have a reserve in the event that times get hard. You know, we're living in tough times right now and the tougher times have really passed. Hopefully things are gonna get better. But really, the truth of the matter is that by having these reserves, if you got laid off or, if, or whatever the case is, you'll have enough money to continue to pay your mortgage until you get your uh, um, uh, house occupied, right? And so it's not a hard thing either. The mortgage counselors will explain, depending on the house, how much money you need to have in reserve. Usually, it's probably three to $400 extra a month that they would ask you to save. And it all depends, again, on the type of unit you will purchase. Another unit that you can purchase is a condo or co-op. Either one. In cities like New York, co-ops are, you know, popular. In cities like Buffalo, they're not so popular, but condos are. So, you know, you must be at least 50% owner-occupied, meaning that you would live in one of the units or part of the unit, you know, because most townhouses have an up-and-down unit. And so that means that you would have a tenant either upstairs or downstairs, and you would live in one of the flats. Uh, the, the homeowners association must be financially sound, right? And if it's a co-op, it is limited to certain areas, right? And the last type of property, which is not last, because one thing I do want to mention is that even for the single family home, you can also have a new build home too, just as long as you qualify for the price of that new build. So now, now the last thing that I was going to mention was the mixed use type of house. Really what that is, is that it's a multiple family unit that may have two apartments, one apartment with a storefront. It might have three apartments with a storefront. You can purchase that. And here again, that's an opportunity to begin to set yourself up as an entrepreneur and to begin to make money as well as purchase your home. You just have to live in one of those units and the, the uh, and you can occupy, you can actually lease out the commercial unit, you know, and you can actually and rent out the other places. And again, reserves are required also for that property as well. That again will be explained to you uh, during the workshop when you meet, excuse me, at the intake process when you meet the mortgage counselor. All right, so today I wanna pick up on the qualification process. You know, what qualifies you to actually go through NACA or to be approved for a mortgage loan through NACA. As I mentioned, that there is no credit score consideration, right? And so if there's no credit score consideration, doesn't matter the condition of your 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 credit report. Um, but there are some things that are required for us to have in place so that we can have something to actually go by. And so, you know, so what do you want to know about how to get this money? Number one, do you have the capacity or the financial resources to make the payments? Right. So that's one of the determining factors is that NACA wants to know, do you have the resources to make the payments? Right. The second thing is that, you know, that is is based on character, meaning, you know, you have to have a history of making payments on time. Right. And I'm going to say on time as much as possible, but let's just stick with on time for right now. And then do you have the funds? In other words, the minimum required funds needed for the loan that you would use at the closing uh, um, part of the, uh, of the uh, purchase of your home. So you need to have the minimum funds. So NACA's qualification is based on 
character-based lending considering individual's circumstances. So every circumstance or every individual is different, right? However, if you go through the program, no one is truly denied, right? So the next qualification is that, you know, when I mentioned about reasonable on-time payments, that's over the past 24 months. So they go back at least two years to make sure that you have been paying your bills, you know, on time, you know, and remember the key word I said was reasonable, reasonable on time payments. Sometimes we miss it by a day or two or five days or whatever, you know, so reasonable on time payments with the focus of paying your bills in a timely fashion of the last 12 months, right? So you may have may, you may have had some rough times during the first 12 months out of the 24, but the last 12 may have been better than the first. NACA will take that into consideration. There is no consideration of late payments that you do not control or which they are which are predatory, which in other words, predatory um, um, fees or, or payments come from, you know, some of our credit cards with these, you know, fluctuating interest rates or high interest rates, you know. So, you know, these things you have no control over. NACA does not take consideration in those late payments. If you have been late on those, don't be late, but I'm just telling you what NACA will not do. And on-time rental payments are important. They are the most important indicator of your ability to make your future monthly mortgage payments. Wouldn't you say? I would agree that if I'm paying my rent on time, right, and paying it monthly, then that is Sure to tell the bank that, listen, I'm making a $1,200 a month payment on a rental unit that I am uh, uh, renting from a, from an, uh, a seller or, uh, or, or, or from my landlord. And if I'm making those payments on time for the last year or longer, I surely, surely I could pay a mortgage, hopefully one for less than that, but no more than that. You see what I'm saying? So again, it's based on character, it's based on capacity, right? Being able to do something and it's based on the funds that you actually have or will prepare to get. Again, there's no consideration of your credit score. These are the qualifying factors for a NACA uh, loan, right? Through Bank of America. Now, let's talk about income stability. You know, what documents are they going to require? So this is the important part right here, is the documents that are going to be required uh, for the intake session and for your NACA file, which gives the underwriters something to look at that, that will enable them to qualify you for the loan or approve you for the loan based on your character and your capacity and having the funds available to pay. So this is one of the ways they do it. They ask for two years of, of employment history with one solid year of employment and income. Right. So you got a two year employment history and you need to be working within at least for one solid year. Right. So they're going to ask for W-2 incomes. Right. Other income they're going to ask for, you know, when I say other income, meaning that if you have disability, SSI, pension, whatever it is that you receive it and, and you need to have been receiving that one year consistently. If you're using that as a means to say, I can afford to pay and this is what I use for my living, right? And you have to have documenta documentation uh, to verify that it's currently being received and it is at least five years remaining on you receiving those funds. So, uh, and, and I'm talking about the other funds, the SSI, the disabilities, the pensions, and whatever source of income that you may have coming in. Now, somebody might say, well, what about if I'm self-employed? Am I able to uh, go through the NACA program? I have a hard time trying to get a loan through a regular bank because I'm self-employed, and for some reason, banks won't touch me. Well, the answer to that is yes, you can get a loan through NACA. Uh, as an entrepreneur, a business person, a LLC, or, you know, do a DBA, however it is that you are set up to do business, you just need to have the two years in the same industry. 
So if you are a carpenter or if you are a counselor, whatever it is, you need to have been doing that for two years consistently. Have at least two years of filing your taxes. So you need proof of that, your W-2s, right? Three months of reserves. So that means there should be some funds uh, in the bank. And when they say reserves now, in this particular sense, so if if I'm paying rent for $1,000 a month, right, then I need to have three months rent reserved in my bank account. So that would be $3,000 minimum in my bank account if I'm paying $3,000 a month. In other words, if I just so happen to injure myself in my self-employed business and I can no longer work for a season, right, and I may be collecting, you know, some type of a, a, a worker's comp or some type of, uh, you know, New York State disability for, you know, while I'm off, um, but it's not enough to pay my bills and not enough to pay my rent. So that's where the reserves come into play at. So I have at least three months to make sure that my rent is paid and then I can use my other uh, income that's coming in through, you know, workers' comp or whatever to pay my other bills, right? And so you need to have those things. And then also there needs to be 12 months of bank statements for those who are self-employed. 12 months of bank statements. And that's how Friday would go back just to see how you spend your money and how your money's being deposited and how your money goes out, right? Again, it's all about character, right? So you can be self-employed as well as employed to receive a loan through NACA and you can also have other income. I've had clients that were on S that was receiving SSI, you know, because they were senior citizens and and not because they were disabled, but they were seniors and they were receiving a substantial amount of money and they they were able to apply for <clears throat> a loan, excuse me, through uh, NACA and they received a very nice uh, um, mortgage amount and uh, they were looking to purchase in the suburbs of of, of uh, Buffalo. Right. So, you know, it is possible to also do that. There's other things that you also may be getting. You may be getting Section 8. Now, there is an opportunity for those who are on Section 8 where you can actually use your Section 8 to uh, help you to become a homeowner. That means that there's a portion that Section 8 pays, there's a portion that you pay, and there are ways that we can work out an agreement where Section 8 will use that portion to help you to purchase your home. You say, what in the world did you just say? Yes, indeed, and you will learn more about that in the Home Buyers Workshop. <clears throat> you can get a home even if you're on Section 8. The key is making timely payments or making reasonable on-time payments, even your portion, right? That makes sense? I'm sure uh, there's a lot of thoughts going through your mind right now, right? <laughs> I'm sure you got questions that you want to ask. And let me tell you, if you do have questions, please do not hesitate to send questions to my email at info at mltleadership.com. I'll say that again. That's info at mltleadership.com. You can send any questions that you may have in regards to what I'm talking about. Again, as I mentioned previously, that you can go back and listen to this over and over again because it's a podcast. So you can push rewind anytime you want to hear something that you think you missed or something of interest. Right. And then just jot that question down and shoot me an email and I'll be more than glad to dig in there and get some more information for you. OK. All right. So now let's talk about debt qualification. What you owe creditors. Right. That's what debt is, because NACA's uh, uh, approval is just like any other bank is based on income, debt, credit. Right. And so and that's the ratio that they use. How much money you owe, how much money you pay, how much money comes in. Right. And that's another way that the bank determines whether you are able to purchase a home at what amount. Not that whether you can purchase it or not, because remember, I said, if you go through this program, you are guaranteed to get a house. You just want to get it for the price that you can afford, that you can make, you know, with ease without having any setbacks. 
All right. So now the active debts are all current debts, including, uh, um, as I mentioned, the debt to ratio calculation. Right. So they'll take that into consideration. That's what the mortgage counselors and the underwriters would do. Right. Collections within 24 months must be paid off. So if you have anything in collections, they need to be paid off. But and let me just finish this here and I'll tell you what to do. Right. Uh, uh, settle or in a place where they are. Uh, you have a, an, an approved payment plan set up with those people because and there's nothing wrong with, you know, setting up a payment plan if you need to, you know, but that's with those things that's in collections. So you set up whatever you can set up. Right. Or if you already have things set up, you know, as far as payment plans with your with those that, you know, your, your debts that are in collection and maybe you don't have them all set up. Don't try to get them all done. Then attend the workshop. Meet with the mortgage counselor and let them tell you what needs to happen because they know what can get by and what is not important. Right. The main thing is that whatever you have payment plans on, keep paying it and pay it on time. Right. The other thing is charge offs. Do not uh, you, you do not have to be paid. Uh, uh, they do not have to be paid with the exception uh, of the federal debt. Right. So you have charge offs, car charge offs things of that nature, but you know, when you owe the IRS, there is no charge off. If you owe them, that could be a disqualification, right? That's That can be a disqualification. So I would encourage, again, that if you owe them, get a payment plan together with them. You know, start making some payments towards that, you know? Um, liens and judgments, they need to be satisfied or in an approval plan, uh, payment plan as well, right? If permitted, depending on the state that you live in and the lender that's involved. Now, liens and judgments, you know, they're, they're very types, various types of liens and judgments. However, judgments can be a disqualifier, especially if you are in, if you filed bankruptcy. So if you filed bankruptcy and you just filed it, then you would not be able to go through NACA's mortgage program because you would need to be out of bankruptcy for two years. So in other words, if I, if you, two years ago, this is 2022. So in 2020, if I filed for bankruptcy, then two years later, I'm not in bankruptcy anymore. I will receive a certificate saying that I have completed all of my debt, you know, and, you know, satisfied the bankruptcy conditions. And I would submit that to the mortgage counselor or the underwriter, and then they will take that. And it will not stop you from getting a loan just because you were in bankruptcy. The whole thing is that you cannot be in bankruptcy and try to get a loan from the bank. You have to be out of it. And the proof that says that you're out of it is having a certificate from the uh, bankruptcy court saying that you are no longer um, a part, uh, you're no longer uh, committed to make payments to the court to satisfy your debt. Make sense? So basically, there's two, maybe three things that would really disqualify you from um, owning a, or from getting a mortgage through NACA. And that is one that I just mentioned, you know, bankruptcy, if you're in it right now. You got to be out of it for two years. If you owe the IRS and you have no payment plan set up with them, right, that would disqualify you. And if you presently have a property that you are paying a mortgage on, you cannot go through the NACA program, right, because you already committed to a loan through another bank. Now, let's just say you paid that house off, right? You do not have a mortgage anymore, but you still own the house then you can go through NACA to purchase your next home. Make sense? Wow, yes. So NACA is not a first-time homeowners program, even though it services first-time homeowners. NACA is a homeowners program, right? We want to build and encourage home ownership, and we want to help those who want to even take it a step further and get in, in to help them to start businesses through home ownership through the multiple family process. So let's just say you already live in a single home, right? And you want to purchase your next home through NACA. You can purchase that multiple unit home, right? You have to live in one of those units, but then you can rent out the home that you presently, that, that, that you just paid off. So you can rent out your single family home and rent out however many units you have in your multiple, fam multiple family home and you're still making money, right? 
So those are the three things that would disqualify you, as I mentioned, right? Having a mortgage that you're paying with another bank, if you owe the IRS, and if you are presently in bankruptcy, right? Or paying bankruptcy, paying your debt through bankruptcy, right? The other thing is student loans. NACA will determine your, more, your monthly student loan payments based upon the statement provided from your student loan advisor, right? And so whoever or, or, or the people who are servicing your loan, NACA will ask you to, if you went to school and you have a student loan that's out there that's active, then they would ask you to submit that those documentations and then they will actually determine what payment you need to make, if any. Right. However, these things are not disqualifiers. I told you what the disqualifiers were. There were three of them, but these are part of the qualification process that I've mentioned. You got it. Uh, I just hope I didn't lose you in the process right there, but I'm trying to give you the information that I believe you need because I want to see you um, attending the workshops and I want to see you owning a home soon. Very, very soon. Right. So. All right. So the next qualification, as I mentioned before, remember when I mentioned minimum required funds, right? These are for prepaids and for reserves, right? That's what the minimum required funds is. So depending on what type of property you have, the reserves will be in play. In other words, if it's a multiple unit or if it's a, uh, a, a townhouse type of property, uh, then reserves, or I'm sorry, the uh, commercial type of property with the uh, additional units in the property, they would be required reserves that would need to be shown. That means that that money is not going to NACA, it's not going any place, but you need to have proof that you have those reserves in the account so that you can make payments if needed to be in the future in the event something happens, right? But your prepays are the things that uh, you pay one time which is your annual insurance and your annual uh, um, um, taxes. And what happens is that um, they go into escrow account with the bank and you never have to pay, make those payments again because the bank will make those payments for you every year. So in other words, they hold that in escrow. And let's say January 1 comes in your new taxes are due, your annual insurance is due, the bank will send what you have already paid for to the more, to the insurance company and to uh, those who need to receive the taxes, the county and the state and the school, they will send those taxes off and included in your monthly, monthly mortgage payment is principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, right? So we call it pity, right? So every monthly mortgage payment you make, a portion of that is taking care of your principal mortgage, right? That's satisfying the money that the bank has loaned you, right? A portion of that is being set aside in an escrow account for your insurance for the next year, right? And the same thing with the taxes. A portion of that is being set aside for your taxes next year. So those are your prepays coming out in advance for the following year. And then the last one is the interest is how the bank makes money off of loaning you the money. It will pay the bank as well, right? And that happens from one payment you make to the bank that's divided up into four ways and you'll be safe. You never have to worry about paying multiple bills. Make sense? All right. Great, great, great. All right, so those are the prepaid costs that you would pay. And the other prepaid costs that you would pay is if you decide to buy down uh, points on the interest rate. So a point, I'll just tell you, so you don't have to wait for the home buyer's workshop, to purchase one point, right, it costs $1,000, right, for one point of a percent. Now, with Bank of America, we have six points in 1%, so that's 0 0.167, right? Times six will be 1.01%, right? And so if you wanna purchase, and, and now I said it's $1,000 for one point, and how do you pay that is based on 1% of the sale price. So in other words, here's a good example. If you're purchasing a property at $100,000, right? 1% of 100,000 is $1,000 for one point. If you're purchasing a house for $200,000, 1% 
right? 1% of $200,000 is $2,000. So you would pay $2,000 per point and so forth and so on, right? Make sense? Okay, so that means that if I want if I want to purchase one full percent, then it would be $2,000. If my purchase in a house at $200,000, that's 1% for one point. So that's $2,000 times six, which means $12,000 is what it would cost me to buy my interest rate down to uh, 1%, and that money would be due at closing. That's the other prepaid expense that you would pay. Now, that will save you a lot of money over the long term of your loan. You know, so uh, they'll explain more of that to you in the home buyers workshop. That's not required for everybody to do, but it. But if you are able to do it, if you already have funds and you were planning to go through a traditional style uh, uh, banking to obtain your mortgage, and you already was going had set aside your three to five percent or five to ten percent, you know, as a down payment, including your closing costs, then you already had those monies there to do that. But with NACA, because you have your loan that's going to be 100% finance, which means you don't have to make a down payment. You can use what was going to be a down payment with the traditional loan that you were going to get and use that to buy down your points. But on the flip side of that, you may say, well, listen, I'm hearing about this program and I just want to be a part of it. I don't have $15,000 saved. I just, I can save up 3,000, you know, 4,000. And I just, I need to just take advantage of the low interest rate and the 100% financing. Then that's fine for you as well. That's what NACA is all about. It meets the need whichever way you want that it needs to be met in order to help you to make the dream of home ownership a reality for you, right? So now another uh, type of fund that is required uh, um, in, in the NACA program, which is one that is required with all mortgages, and that is an earnest money deposit, right? You pay an earnest money deposit on every contract that is accepted. In your in our case, you'd only have one accepted. We could submit uh, several offers, make several offers, you know, but only one offer we can accept. So we will actually, once our contract offer is accepted, then it will also uh, follow with a earnest money deposit, which is showing that you are committed to, you know, with good faith to proceed with the purchase of this property, even though it's 100% finance, that money does not go towards the down payment of your house to lower the mortgage. It doesn't go to the real estate agent, whether it's the seller or the list uh, or the um, or the buyer's agent. It actually will come back to you at closing. When you close, it will return to you, you know, minus the fees that you may already have, you know, have to pay as prepays. In other words, let's just use another example. If I purchase a home at $100,000 and I say I'm going to make a $5,000 deposit, earnest money deposit with that offer, right? And I make it. Now, we get to the time where it's time to close. And my prepays come up to $3,500, let's just say. But I got $5,000 down with the, with the contract that I submitted six weeks prior to closing, right? What NACA will do is they will subtract the $3,500 from the prepays, which is your prepaid taxes and your prepaid insurance, and they will send you $1,500 back at closing. Right. Which was the balance of the five thousand dollars that you actually use as an earnest money deposit. That's what that means. Right. So you never lose. All that money comes back to you. Right. Again, you have the inspection fee. That's the home inspection that costs somewhere between four to six hundred dollars, depending on the type of property that you are purchasing. If it's a multiple unit, it may be up to seven hundred dollars. Right. Um, there's an escrow property tax that I already mentioned um, that goes into escrow. That's part of the prepays. The homeowners insurance I already mentioned and the reserves I already mentioned. So those are the things that are required only from you. And you would know those things up front when you talk to your mortgage counselor. And you and him together or she together can determine what it is you want to do. If you want to buy down points, if you want to go for multiple families, they will tell you what type of reserves you need to have. If you want to go for the commercial commercial property uh, or uh, with the um, uh, 
one or two units or three units in it. They will tell you how much reserves you need to have. If you want to buy down your interest rate, they will inform you of that as well. But the basics that everybody does, regardless of whatever type of property you want to buy, is the annual insurance and annual taxes is a must for everybody, regardless of where you get your loan at, right? So that's the only out-of-pocket expense that you will have, right? Wow, that was a lot. So let's do this here for a moment. Let's take a break, digest that for 30 seconds, and I'll come back to you with some more information about NACA, how to be qualified for NACA's uh, right now, right now, so that you can actually attend that intake session, okay? I'll be right back in 30 seconds. All right. Thank you for waiting and uh, welcome back to the uh, real on real estate. And let's pick up from where I left off at. NACA qualified now. We want to be qualified now. I want to get ready now. Some of you are already ready to go and I want to help you to be ready to go. In other words, once you attend the home buyers workshop, right? and you upload the documents that I'm going to tell you about in this portion of the uh, podcast, uh, you will have an intake appointment right away within the first 10 days of you attending that workshop. And depending on where you are, if you're ready now and everything falls right into play, you can begin to look at properties soon, right? So, one of the things is that you have to meet the eligibility criteria by already having done at least one participation. As I mentioned, a participation is this, is telling somebody to attend the NACA workshop. That's the easiest one. That's why I mentioned it. Hey, listen, there's a NACA workshop. You need to go on their website and sign up and then, you know, um, just put down that I referred you. Right. And that will be credit towards your participation. The other thing is to have the stable income for at least 24 months, whereas NAC is going to focus on the last 12 of your uh, of the income. Right. You have to have reasonable on time payments with strong on time payments within the last 12 months. Documented rent payments for the last 12 months. In other words, documented means that. Oh, this is a good point here. Documented is that the money if you haven't been doing this yet, you want to start doing paying your rent in one of these ways. Either use a check, use a uh, certified check or a money order, right, that comes directly from your checking account, right? You don't want to use, um, what is that, um, cash app to pay, right? And you really don't want to use Zelle either to pay your landlord. The bank wants to see a transaction from out of your account that's going to your landlord, right? That's documented rent payments. So in other words, I can give you receipts for the checks. I mean, uh, using check stubs or using my bank statement to prove that this money went to that person every month at this time or on, the, on that specific date, whether it's the 1st, the 15th, the 10th, or whatever it is that you guys agree upon. That's documented rent payments. Also, they will ask you to complete a landlord, have your landlord complete a landlord statement confirming, you know, how long you've been living there, the amount of money you pay, and ask them the question, do you pay on time? It's a yes or no, you know, answer that he would have he or she would have to give, right? That would also be submitted with your files when you meet with the mortgage counselor during the intake process, right? You cannot have no unpaid liens or judgments without a payment plan. And you should have the minimum required funds. Now, that's for those who are ready to go right now. The funds need to be in the bank, right? You don't want to go and dump a large sum of money in the bank and say, yeah, I got it. You need to already have it in the bank, right? Because if you do it like that, then the bank, you know, they're smart. They're going to ask, where did you get the money from? 
And now that's going to involve other people who will have to write statements and so forth. And believe me, you don't want to go through that because that can be time consuming. That can hold up a lot of things. So it's better to have the money in your account right now. Let's just say if you have, you know, $5,000 in the bank right now in your checking account or in your savings account, right? That's the minimum required funds. Then you will want to leave it right there and build upon that. And always remain either there or keep adding to it throughout the time that you are approved through NACA, right? And when you make your payments, they come from that checking account that you will give to NACA. Because every month you're going to need to upload those, those documents to show that you have character, that you are making payments on time, that you spend your money wisely, Right. And that's what eliminates the credit scores and so forth, you know, where you can get the loan at 100 percent at the lowest interest rate. Right. So that kind of makes sense there. Right. So it's basically almost like a reiteration. But I'm talking about those who are ready to say I'm ready to buy a house now. I was getting ready to go over to another bank uh, yesterday, but now I heard this. I want to buy it now. What do I need to do? Attend the home buyers workshop. We have one coming up. Uh, it's in Rochester, uh, but it's on the 23rd of July, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, you would need to register for that, and you and you can register simply by going to NACA, that's N-A-C-A dot com. Scroll down the first page, that home page that you're on, where it says Home Buyers Workshop, and, and you see the button where it says Sign Up, click it, and it'll just add some basic information, your name, address, social security, uh, the last four of your social security, um, your email address and maybe three or four other questions and you submit it and you will receive email confirmation of your attendance for the workshop on July 23rd. I'll mention it again at the end. All right. So I'm talking to those that are ready now. And even if you're not ready now with the documents or with the finances that I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, you still need to attend that workshop as well, because in that workshop, you're going to need these next seven items that I'm going to talk about, right, in order to get the intake uh, appointment. And then, you know, the, at the intake appointment, the mortgage counselor will advise you as to what you need to do if you don't have that. And then they'll give you a time frame in which you can work through and you guys will agree on that together that, hey, listen, give me three months or six months to do this, that and the third so that I can move forward with purchasing this home. And then you guys will have a, a schedule, a, a follow up date. You will come back having completed the assignment that he's given you or she's given you. And then you will move on to the next phase. And that happens until you close. That's what I say. As long as you don't quit, you will get a house. I hope you're hearing what I'm saying. I just need you to stay in it, and I'm here to help you through the process. I'll be your sounding board. I'll be the one that you can call and ask questions for, uh, you know, concerning certain things. And, and if you need help uploading some of the documents because you don't quite understand once you get to that point, our office is willing to help you to, to show you how to do it. You know, we got computers in our office that you can come in, and we'll show you how to get the job done because we want to see everybody win. Well, ain't that something? Now, where can you go and get that taken care of? That's what we're here for. We're here for you. We're here for you. So now, these are the items that you need to for the intake uh, session. You need to be prepared for these things, you know. If you want to attend the initial counseling session, which you need to attend the initial counseling session in order to know what you qualify for. So here are the minimum items that you need to have to make an appointment. Number one, you need to have picture ID, right? Picture IDs for yourself and for all members in your household that are over 21 years old and they're active emails, right? So everybody needs to be, you need to have picture ID for everybody, right? And their email address, only for those that are over 21 years old. So if it's just you, then you just have that information for yourself. If it's you and your spouse, just have that information for you and your spouse. If it's you, your spouse, and your son that's 19 years old, then all you need to have is for you and your spouse. If you have you, your spouse, your, your son that's 19, and your daughter that's 22, then you just need it for you, your spouse, and your daughter that's 22, right? And so then you need to have the NACA signed agreement. 
and you won't have that right up front. But if you, when you attend the home buyers workshop, they will show you where to get that from. You'll download it right to your phone or to your computer, and you will just sign that agreement. It's in the booklet. You can also view the booklet online as well. You know, when you go to the NACA's home buyers uh, workshop to register, you can also see the booklet that will be handed out at the workshop, right? Uh, the same is true with the e-consent agreement. You would have to sign that. You would read it and you would sign it. Uh, you would have to have a paid membership fee of $25 per household uh, per calendar year. So that doesn't mean now if you have a husband, a wife, and four children, no, you don't pay per person. It's just per household, right? One payment, 25 years per calendar year. So every January the 1st, it will be due. And what that does is that makes you a member for NACA for a lifetime. In other words, if you purchase your property through NACA in six months, and let's say three years and six months later, you want to sell your house and purchase another house, you do not have to go through the home buyer's workshop because you are a member of NACA and you've paid your 25 annual membership fee every year, right? And your quality and all you have to do is schedule the appointment and meet with the mortgage counselor. Well, you say, well, wow, what's the $25 about? What's this membership about? It's helping us to fight against predatory lenders. That's what it does. It helps the cause to help other people to have an opportunity to purchase a home such as you will be doing. Makes sense, right? Right. It costs money to do these things, to get out there and to challenge these folks and, and, and to take them to court and so forth. And through our membership, we're able to do that. Also, that membership also helps other people who may be in crunch spots, you know, with especially with COVID just passing. A lot of people have, have been laid off or their jobs have are, are no longer existing and they don't have any income coming in. NACA has what is called a home save department that helps people keep help people keep their homes. You know, by paying two, three mortgages for them, you know, so until they get themselves a new job or whatever it is. And so these things, this $25 is contributed towards those things and some more. Right. And again, you'll hear about all the different departments of NACA at the Home Buyers Workshop. That's not the purpose of our time together on this podcast. Our time together is helping you to get prepared for the intake appointment. And that's where we are right now. So you want to have that paid membership ready. So, and they'll guide you through that process at the Home Buyers Workshop as well, right? You need to have a paid credit report. That's $13, right? That, so they can do a credit report. And I believe um, some portion or either all of that might be credited back to you at closing, right? Uh, however, if it's not, okay, I pay the $13, you know, because I need to get the job done. I need a home. I'm tired of renting. I want to move forward. Huh. I need a home. Here's the $13. Here's the $25. Let's get this thing moving because I'm ready to get my home at the lowest interest rate and I don't have to put no money down. All I got to do is just go through this program and qualify. Whoo, my God. Right. Then you have to have your most recent bank statements uploaded. Usually they ask for the last two at the intake session. So you'd have like this month. Let's say if you went this month, you wouldn't have this month. You would have June and May uh, bank statements. And then going forward, every month you will upload your bank statements. And then you need to upload um, your most recent tax return which was from 2021, even though they're requiring for two years, but the most recent needs to be uploaded. So what I would do, I would just upload both of them, 2021 and 2020, right? Just get it all done. The more paperwork I can give you, the less things, uh, uh, paperwork I need to be concerned about later on, right? So the seven items I will repeat one more time, picture ID for all members and household members that are over 21 years old, signed NACA agreement, a signed e-consent agreement, uh, paid membership of $25 per household per calendar year, uh, paid credit report, which is $13, right? And that would be per person, depends on who's qualifying. If it's you and your wife being on the mortgage or you and your mate or, you know, then it is for both you, 13 for you, 13 for her or vice versa, however it goes, right? If it's just you, then it's just for you, right? Upload your most recent bank statements uh, last month and the month before and upload your most recent tax returns. And you are ready for the intake meeting. You will get the appointment. And then if I know that you have uploaded all of those documents, you know, 
uh, all you need to do is just call me and say, hey, Melvin, those documents are uploaded. I got everything ready to go. And then what I can do is get you an appointment earlier, earlier than what they will schedule you because that says you are ready now, right? And that's how I want to help you to get in there and get that meeting so that you can purchase your home, right? I want to help you to make the dream of home ownership a reality. I want it to be a reality for you. You know, you might have been thinking about it and you might not have been thinking about it until hearing this podcast. But I'm here to tell you that it's something to consider. You owe it to yourself. The time is now. The time is right. That's why I'm here to let the community know, listen, it's time for you to take it to the next level. Do not let the circumstances that's going on in life today determine your future. Take a hold of your future. Grab it right now and say, you know what? This is the way I'm going. These are the steps I'm taking. This is how I'm going to get there. And I have saying, and you and know that you're not going at it alone, right? So I want to just encourage you once again to attend the NACA workshop, right? That's coming up on July the 23rd at 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's a four-hour workshop and it's going to be in Rochester. Now, the location, if you're ready to write it down, is 614 Clinton Avenue. Even when you go to the website to, to register, it will, shoot, it, it will in the email confirmation that you receive, it will give you the address of where the event will be at. And if you do come, I will be there presenting on that day. And so I will be presenting the real estate portion of the of the workshop and the mortgage council will be doing the mortgage counseling part of the workshop. And so if you see if you come there, I want you to say, hey, Melvin, I came. I heard your podcast and I heard you and I'm here. And and that's just great. I want to acknowledge you, you know, when we're there. OK, will you do that for me? I'd appreciate it if you would. So, you know, I just want to wrap it up by saying that NACA's homeowners program is open to everyone, regardless of their income or credit score. The majority of NACA home buyers are low to moderate income and minority people, many whom neither have perfect credit nor substantial savings. However, NACA's workshops are for those who are currently renting and desire to become a homeowner. And guess what? NACA has made the dream of home ownership a reality for thousands and thousands of people nationwide. So you need to register for that workshop by going to NACA.com. Scroll down to the Home Buyers Workshop uh, uh, tab to, to register. You will receive that email confirmation. Again, I will be there. I'd like to see you there if you're there, you know, and I want you to tune in next week. Tell somebody about the podcast. Tell them how you got a lot of information. You learned some things and there's going to be a whole lot more that we're going to talk about. I got so much information. This is just the beginning. And I'm just sharing with you about NACA's program. But I want to talk to you about real estate, you know, as a whole. In other words, it's the real on real estate. So next week, our topic will be on financial management, right? It is in, it, it, it is vitally important for us to manage our money well. And the only way we can do that is by planning and preparing. So if you plan to buy a home, then I want to call it planning and preparing to purchase your home through financial management. So I'm going to give you some tips on how to just get yourself ready. You know what I'm saying? And some of you might already be ready, but you know, hey, it won't hurt you to hear it again. Maybe you may hear something that you didn't hear before, but I just want to just give you some tips on how to get ready to purchase your next home or purchase your new home or, or, or make an investment in some area, whichever way you want to do, whatever it is that you want to do in life, it requires financial management, which is planning and preparing. And how many of us know that without a plan, we plan to fail? I don't want you to fail. I want you to win because you were born to win. So let's get ready for that next workshop, that, that next meeting on the podcast next Wednesday 
Same time, same place at 2.30, right? Now, if you need more information about NACA, again, visit their website, NACA.com, and you can just read all about NACA's mission, NACA's cause, you know, uh, NACA's programs, all of the various programs that we have. You know, you will, you know, receive a lot of information there. And uh, if you want information about the services that we offer through MLT Leadership, just go to MLTLeadership.com, and you can, you know, through my webpage and see the things that I do and the things that I offer to help you to become all that you desire to be. I want to see you be a world changer and I want to help you, you know, some shape, form, or fashion, right? So with all that said, I want to tell you, I want to say thank you for listening to the MLT Leadership Podcast, The Real on Real Estate with your host, Melvin Taylor. It has been my pleasure to service you uh, in this type of way. And if you have any feedback for me, visit my website and you can leave some comments there or, 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 or email me at info at MLTleadership.com. Thank you and have a great and wonderful day. Look forward to meeting with you again next Wednesday at 2.30. Same place, same time. Have a great day now.